right, mic check. Good morning. It's June 2. I'm going to get in the one-year Bible. How is everybody? Thank you for um, showing solidarity with um, your Instagram posts. I don't know what else is trending or going on in the other platforms, uh, the Snap or the TikTok, but it's really cool to see that um, you're doing what you can to show unity and you are attempting to be the change uh, to bring awareness of all the injustice that's going on. So now, uh, what's next? Uh, What's next? What's next? What's next? That's the theme of of a lot of people that I know. And um, the phrase, be the change that you want to see, is also something that um, I think John F. Kennedy shared, uh, or, or the essence is, think not what you can do, what your country can do for you, but think about what you can do for your country. So, uh, spiritual disciples, spiritual warriors, prayer warriors, let's mount up today. We're going to get in the Biblia, win our one-year Bible, and uh, let's uh, have an amazing day. Finding out what happens when Jesus rises from the dead. He does a lot of stuff and it happens really quickly. So you have to follow along. Alright y'all. Enjoy your enjoy your day being the change that you want to see in this world. It starts with you, it starts inside your heart. Let's go. Read your Bible, make it clean. Mic check, mic check, mic check. on my board listen how am I supposed to listen when I'm talking and reading interesting so I want to reveal to you what the Holy Spirit impresses on me while I read this book and you know I'm trying to I don't do that great a job uh, as far as Gen ZT follow my boy Jay the GZT he makes the most amazing translations of the Bible the GZT, and uh, he's super dope. Good kid coming up, has an amazing following, but, but he simplified and focused his his practice, his social media game. To that, all he does is he takes one line of scripture and makes it relatable to like Luke or to like Micah or to Anthony. And I've actually used it for a couple Bible studies to help uh, people understand and bridge the gap between you know, slang and culture and kid talk versus adult talk. It's really fun. So maybe we'll we'll have Jay on on the podcast, the Queen Met podcast, and we'll we'll do some do some um, translations of the Bible with him. <laughs> That'd be funny. Okay, um, reading. So that's the goal. The goal is to listen, and I'm going to share with you what the Holy Spirit impresses me. And you know my mind is, is, is all over the place, but I'm trying to get it to focus in and hone in on the spiritual practice of reading the one-year Bible. Pretty much, uh, even though it's just COVID, I'm prob- I've, I've made this part of my habit in my life that after I exercise, this is the first thing I do. It only takes me 40 minutes, and I love reading the Bible with you guys. So let's go. I wonder where we'll be in a year from now. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, let's read. 
John 21, 1 through 25. Later, Jesus appeared to the disciples beside the Sea of Galilee. Okay, a little backstory is that uh, Jesus rose again, and he's just doing his rounds, miraculously appearing all over the place. It's kind of called the time of Pentecost, when like um, um, Jesus was anning up, and he had so many followers, and he had so many, he, he was making all these miracles, and everybody was grouping up grouping up. And the interesting thing is, I don't know when we'll get there, but Jesus is just focusing on his immediate disciples. So his immediate disciples were like, they were scattered. When Jesus uh, was crucified on the cross, we know that um, some of his disciples denied him and that they ran away and nobody showed, stuck around. So, you know, that's not cool for a disciple, but, you know, understand that <laughs> it, 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 it was really difficult them and their lives were on the line so that's a little bit of the context but we know uh jesus crucified he he rose again and then we we read that the other day and now what he's doing is he's making all of these appearings and so let's read john 21 1 through 25 later jesus appeared again to the disciples beside the sea of galilee this is how it happened several of the disciples were there simon peter thomas nicknamed the twin Nathaniel, oh, I wonder what the nickname twin means. Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples. Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. We'll come too, they all said. So they went out in the boat, but they caught nothing all night. At dawn, Jesus was standing on the beach, but the disciples couldn't see who he was. He called out, Homies, have you caught any fish? No, they replied. Then he said, throw out your net on the right-hand side of the boat, and you'll get some. So they did. And they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish in it. Uh, that's amazing. Then the disciples Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord, the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his tunic, for he had stripped for work. Uh, some weird fishing practices from back in the day, jumped into the water and headed to shore. The others stayed with the boat and pulled the loaded net to the shore, for they were only about a hundred yards from the shore. When they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them already. <laughs> Jesus move. Like, not only am I going to give you everything that you think you need, I'm going to give you more. When they got there, they found breakfast already waiting for them, fish cooking over a charcoal fire and some bread. That's cool. Bring some of the fish you've just caught, Jesus said. So Simon Peter went abroad and dragged the net to the shore. There were 153 large fish, and yet that net hadn't torn. Now come and have some breakfast, Jesus said. None of the disciples dared to ask, who are you? They knew it was the Lord, but they were all kind of like... Uh... Then Jesus served them the bread and the fish... This was the third time Jesus had appeared to the disciples So, since he had been risen from the dead. This must be amazing. Dead man walking. After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied. You know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him.
Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said. You know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter started to get a little hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. I wonder why he got hurt. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. Okay, so first observation. Feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. What was going on before he, before we expound on feed my sheep, let's, let's realize what just happened. How many times did Peter deny Christ? Um, someone asked him, are you a disciple? Aren't you a disciple of that person we're crucifying? Peter said, no. And then another person asked him, and then he denied him, his, 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 his allegiance to his master. And then he denied him a third time. He said, do you love me? Or are you, are you a disciple? And he said, no. So three different interactions in Peter's life. He's kind of the person I most identify with as far as a disciple. That sucks. He's very passionate. You see him, he'll, he'll take off all of his clothes and then he'll swim straight to Jesus. He's so fast. He's ready to cut someone's ear off. He's down. Peter is a gangster. He's ready to, to defend Jesus. He's passionate. And, but he goes fast and he doesn't really think things through. <laughs> he's, he didn't have the peace that surpassed all understanding. Um, and yeah, so Jesus was working with him. And the way he worked with him, he said, I'm going to give you everything you've ever wanted and then more. And I'm going to ask you what you're really all about. Yeah. So I don't know what that means, that, that object lesson as far as fishing. Um, a senior pastor of mine, uh, I've never met him in real life. His name is Pastor Henry Wright. He has his, he has his observation on Peter. He said... Peter just, Peter just like said, scratch this discipleship stuff. I'm going to go back to my work. <laughs> and, you know, maybe it's just something for businessy minded people. But there's an illustration here for us in that as you guys come up and grow in your own schoolwork and you focus on the fundamentals and the rudiments of, of, of life and, um, your lifestyle, and of the things that truly matter. I hope that from a very young age, you can realize that, yes, we're going to have to be fishermen. Yes, we're going to have to take care of our tent-making skills, and we're going to have to have a, a, a trade, a trade, something that, you know, we could um, physically make money from. And then we're also going to have to have um, a, a greater purpose, so Jesus is taking care of all of our needs. He's giving you all the fish. 153 fish, he said. He's giving you all the fish. And then he didn't even use that fish. He says, I bring that fish here, but I already made you breakfast <laughs> from that food. So I not only helped you with your business tenfold, helped you with your business in any way I can, but I also made breakfast for you. And then let me share with you what he really wanted. Jesus questioned him three times. He to, to verify, are you really my follower? If you are really my follower, you will feed my sheep. And what does that mean for us? First of all, you have to know that you're a follower of Jesus Christ. And then secondly, he's asking you to do something. 
He's saying nourish others. Just like I'm nourishing myself from my own biblical readings and my prayer life, I now can nourish you. That's the way it works. Anyways, continuing to read. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Hmm. Jesus said this to let him know by what kind of death he would glorify God. I don't understand that part yet. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciple Jesus loved, John, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during the supper and then the one that Jesus entrusted his mom to, Peter, and asked, Lord, who will betray you? Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? What? Oh, I'm, I'm lost. Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciple Jesus loved, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during the supper and asked, Lord, who will betray you? Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? Is this jealousy? Egos? Jesus replied, If I want him to remain alive until I return, what is it that to you? As for you, follow me. Hmm. I don't know. I think there's a principle here. I'm going to highlight this for later and get back to you. So the rumor spread among the community of believers that this disciple wouldn't die. But that isn't what Jesus said at all. He only said, If I want him to remain alive until I return, what's it to you? Like focus, he based, Jesus is saying, "Stay in your lane." <laughs> I think that's the initial understanding of that. Jesus is saying, "What's it to you?" He, Jesus is doing divine, supernatural things. He's just asking you to be a follower. You know. Okay. So, first principle lesson: in when you're a, a, a follower of, okay, I'll just make it practical. Say, say I start doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu training, or I start doing like kickboxing training. Um, it's not my business whether or not coach wants to train my enemy, <laughs> you know, this guy, a, a person I don't like. What's it to me? You know, um, it's it's his prerogative. And so he has his game, his vision, his coaching game in his mind. And I need to focus on I'm just going to do what my master tells me to do. That's kind of like there's a hierarchy there. So I'll explain to you guys hierarchy later. And it's really cool that there's a pecking order in life and um, and in sport and in professional excellence and in business. There's a pecking order. It doesn't mean that some people are meaner than others or some people have bad energy and some people have good energy, which may be true. But it's it's the point is here is. If you have dedicated yourself to following a master, you will just focus on doing what he says for you to do. And that's it. That's it. Just stay in your lane. It's an interesting topic that I'm learning the hard way. <laughs> and it's an interesting topic that I am trying to apply for alignment in all of my life. Um, I look forward to sharing that with you as I learn more about what it means to stay in your lane. Continuing to read. So the rumor spread among the community of believers that this disciple wouldn't die. But that isn't what Jesus said at all. He only said, if I want him to remain, what's it to you? So Jesus softly puts him in his place. The disciple is the one who testifies to these events and has recorded them here. And we know that his account of these things is accurate. 
Jesus also did many other things. If they were all written down, I suppose the whole world would not contain the books that would have been written. Interesting. Okay, so that's that. Um, cool. So this is very important for me to understand because I 